right now. Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get this week going with episode 112, season three, episode 32. Yikes. The beginning you heard, School's Out by Ellis Cooper, which basically school's out for Pam. She retired. School is out for her forever since she worked at a high school. She's done. She put her time in. And uh, so when she was listening to that song in 1972, did she really think that it would be played like 51 years later? Oh, my Lord. As she's walking out of the high school, I said to her, give me one word that summarizes everything. And she said this. Okay, if you're not familiar with that, that's the last word that Mel Gibson says in Braveheart before they cut his head off. Prisoner wants to say something, and he says that. Great movie, great acting, great word at the end, freedom. And as it says in the song, Me and Bobby McGee, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose, written by Chris Christopherson. This is what happened in 1970. That's right, Casey Kasem started the very first show on 4th of July, 1970, which we're going to replay part of last year's July 4th celebration with uh, Casey, the Casey Kasem part. And I got the raspy voice where, as uh, the producer said, I sounded a little like Demi Moore, or Demi Moore, who I actually like, in uh, Margin Call. She was something Margin Call. So we're going to replay it, and it's 4th of July. <laughs> As Casey Kasem just said, it's July 4th weekend in the summer of 1970. My favorite, favorite summer of my childhood. It was so cool. I was 12, going to be 13 on July 28th. And that summer was, was great. You know, still playing baseball. All A very great year. One of the songs that when I hear it every once in a while, I don't even have it downloaded on my phone, but it was a great song. And I've used a name called Krabby Appleton. It's a song called Go Back. And there's times, you know, where our kids would be, you know, whining and being crabby. And Pam and I would say, you know, don't be such a crabby Appleton. That's the only song I know from them. And it's from the summer of 1970. And it's such a great, great song. The next one, Ride Captain Ride, uh, Blues Image. One of the guys in Blues Image, Mike Panera, he was in um, 
uh, Iron Butterfly, which had that great song, Inagata De Vida. Wow. That album, what is it, 17 minutes on one side? That summer, 1970, Ride Captain Ride. That reminds me of when you used to go to the beach, sit there at 103rd Street Beach, a couple of friends of mine, and we'd go there, get the transistor radio. And that's a, a song where if you're in the car, and that comes on, and when the part, ride, Captain, ride. You know, I don't want to ruin it by trying to sing it. Blues Image, just another great, great summer song. There was Late Summer, Indiana Wants Me by Ardine Taylor. Now, Ardine Taylor, he co-wrote Love Child. Now, if you heard one of my first episodes, that's uh, with Stella singing Love Child. So Ardine Taylor wrote that song, or co-wrote Love Child, and then he had his own hit with Indiana Wants Me about a guy that murders someone, disrespected his girlfriend, the mother of his baby, and Indiana Wants Me means the Indiana police are after him. They got sirens in the song and everything, but it also reminds me of the hottest girl in the neighborhood, Nene. I heard her talking to the March twins. I don't know what their first names were, but they were uh, they their dad owned the cleaners over on 123rd Street. Her real name was Darlene Shapendog. How's that one? And she had the hottest looking sister too, Becky. And uh, I heard her talking one time. Every time she hears that song, she had a boyfriend actually in Indiana, and they would go there for the summer. Her family and uh, she was telling the twins. And I was eavesdropping, you know, while I was staring at her. And uh, I heard her talking about how her mom would always tell her not to get in the cars with boys. She said, you know, I, I never broke that promise with her. And I think she was like 14 at the time telling us, 14 or 15. She was the hottest girl in the neighborhood. And she wasn't even Italian. Indiana wants me. And then she would say, every time I hear Indiana wants me, it takes me to that guy, you know, over the summer I met in Indiana, you know, where people go on vacation or summer homes in Indiana. That one, that's another great, great song. Indiana Wants Me, Lord, I Can't Go Back. Let's see, the only, well, not the only, but the other song that really, really goes back there that summer was Spill the Wine by Eric Burden and War. And it was such a, a great song. And it was, let's see the part where he goes, me, a long-haired leaping gnome. I think that's the part of the song. But yeah, Spill the Wine. I remember listening to it downstairs. My mom was asking me, actually asked me questions about the song, so which was kind of weird. because She's down there doing laundry. I was in the bedroom listening to it. And uh, she was asking me two questions, I think, like, who that was and it sounded like a weird song so she could hear the words of it again another time where my mom actually asked me about a song i was listening to that's it thank you to casey Kasem because i used to listen to him every sunday morning all the time and i miss him those american top 40 used to give great great stories and then he would have long distance dedications they were corny. I used to always think that they were made up, but they were probably true because uh, Casey Kasem was like Walter Cronkite, one of those people that you would actually believe when they were reading it. July 4th, 1970, American Top 40. 
Thank you, Casey Kasem. And happy retirement to Pam. Producer, would you like to say anything to Pam? Congratulations. I knew you'd do it. That's right. She did her time in the Shawshank School District. Yikes. <laughs> I was like the Shawshank Redemption School District. <laughs> oh, so congratulations, honey. Well deserved. And then we will finish watching season two of The Bear, which filmed in Chicago. Beef sandwich and go ahead. I was going to tell you that the, the bear is actually filmed at Mr. Beef. Mr. Beef. I think, the, I think the original owner just passed away. Oh, really? I think last year. Yeah. No way. Mr. That's crazy. Yeah, I think so. I'll have to look it up, but I'm almost certain that the owner passed away. If you've seen the New York Times ran an article on Chicago beef sandwiches, and they had this real ugly-looking beef sandwich that people were like, which Chicago did you go to? Like, it was so ugly, and it didn't look like, anyway, a typical Chicago uh, beef sandwich. We'll save that story for uh, another day. So, very sad, but a great, great show. It's so good. The sad part is when you binge watch, when it's done, it's done. <laughs> Then you got to wait for the next year. But if you binge watch it like we did in a couple of days, it's like, whoa, it stops. It's over with. Okay. Like when we watched Based on a True Story with uh, Kelly Cuoco, that thing I think was eight episodes and then it just stops and it's over. So then you're like, during the summer, there's nothing on except now the chase has come back on and only watch it with Holzheiser and then press your luck. I love listening to Elizabeth Banks. I don't care who wins or anything. And they do the whammy on there. But I love Elizabeth Banks. She's my favorite. I've been watching the next three days and Seabiscuit, both with Elizabeth Banks. Producer, you like Elizabeth Banks? You know who that is? Yeah, of course. I think she's a good actress. She's the best. I love her voice. I could listen to her all the time. Another thing, how many people know that or remember that the very last episode of The Wonder Years was taking place on 4th of July in this sleepy little town? As Kevin Arnold would say, it would be the last summer I spent in this sleepy little town. And it was 4th of July. And if you remember, on Father's Day, I played that part with Jack Arnold where he's sitting there and he's having coffee. Kevin's having uh, his soda. And he's like, it was a good 4th. So, yeah, great way to end the show with uh, on the 4th of July. And one last thing, of course, Saturday in the park, every day's the 4th of July. Only this time, Tuesday, because today's the Second is the actual 4th of July. So I like it when they celebrate the holiday on the actual day. So, okay, that's enough of my rambling. And it's 4th of July and uh, Sunday, July 2nd, which means Tuesday is 4th of July. So have a nice, safe, happy 4th of July. That's it, producer. I am signing off. Three, two, one, and. Out. Over and out. There you go. Or check. This is White Rook. Over. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M A R Y B S number five, T H S O N. Okay. Any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary BS5. S-O-N at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five, S-O-N at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things 
will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!